Welcome to On the Record with Furniture Today, a podcast that goes behind the headlines to look at the news and the newsmakers, the people and the personalities that give the furniture industry its unique flavor. I'm your host, Bill McLaughlin, Editor-in-Chief of Furniture Today. Hi, I'm Trisha Yearwood, and you're tuned to Furniture Today's On the Record podcast with Bill McLaughlin. Before we turn to Bill and his guests, I just want to give a shout out to the entire Furniture Today team and remind you that when there's something exciting to announce, you'll read about it first in Furniture Today. And now, here's Bill McLaughlin and On the Record. Good morning. This is Tom Russell, Senior Editor of Case Goods and Global Sourcing at Furniture Today. I am filling in for Bill McLaughlin, our editor-in-chief, who normally handles these podcasts. And our special guest is Brad Cates, who is the chief operating officer of Sareed Limited. Brad, thank you so much for taking time to spend with us here on On the Record podcast at Furniture Today. Tom, I personally will always take time for you and for Furniture Today and... um, Sareed certainly wishes everyone in the industry the very best in these challenging times. And um, I'm a firm believer in we get through this together by sharing ideas and what we can do together to improve for the industry and the customers that we serve. So please, please to be here. Thank you. That's a strong, good message. Um, Now, now, Brad, you have been at Sareed now since, is it September of 2019? Yes, sir. September of 2019, I I came on board. And tell us a little bit about some of the things, the big things that that have happened at Sareed since you've been on board up Uh, up until up until the crisis that we're in. (laughs) Yeah, Tom, I don't mean to laugh at your question, but um, (laughs) that's okay. People people laugh at me all the time. Yeah, me as well. (laughs) The um, the simple fact of the matter is this is a dream job. Yes. Um, the company is rock solid and always shaped. Um, well, I've worked with some great brands in the industry. Um, the longevity here at Sareed is what I think really sets the company apart. My senior executive staff has 20 plus years of, ex- of um, experience with the company. And that's hard to find these days. And so that was great. So I could hit the ground running thinking that we would not have to fix. There's always things that have to be tweaked. Somebody in my, in my position, um, we're always looking for how can we elevate our businesses to the next level. But by and large, things were good. We just needed to accelerate the marketing effort and the, and the product um, development and making sure our message was being told. And I think we got a long way towards that in our first market and I've only had one. Unfortunately, I'm sitting here in my house today and and not wrapping up um, the April market. But we brought out good product. We had a complete showroom redesign. We started working on our website, um, working on our social media and every touch point of the brand that we could. We had gone through and um, just completed Extensive room scene photography for a brand new catalog that we're very proud of. Um, mm-hmm. It received a claim. And, you know, we had the pump primed, for lack of a better uh, description, coming into the April market. And then um, the world just ran off the rails. Yeah, it, <laughs> it, it really did. Yes, it did for you and for, for you and everybody else. And I remember um, 
pal Slaughter, my colleague and friend, uh, came over to visit you. I think back in the um, in the fall before the mm-hmm. um, the last market. Um, I, I mean, it was actually before the October market. I'm sorry. And, um, you know, you had done, there was a lot of things that had been done. When you talk about the redesign of the showroom, I mean, talk about uh, a showroom that was, was totally reimagined and, and established into some sort of lifestyle presentations, um, you know, bringing different categories of product together. It seemed like it was a pretty uh, big initiative. It, it was. Um, you know, I, I'm very fortunate to be surrounded by extremely talented people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I came I came out of high school and thought I was going to be a fine arts major. So mm-hmm. I've got a bit of an artistic bent to me. Mm-hmm. But the, the great fortune I have to be surrounded by people that can take that idea and make it sing. Mm-hmm. And they did. It was... Um, we, we were we were completely different at the October market, and it was very very well received by yeah. our customers, by the press, and you know while everyone in the sound of my voice knows that the dollars written during markets are probably declining, we hope they'll increase. Yeah. But the impression that we can make is invaluable. Sure, um, the touch points with our customers. Um, so yeah, the, the, the showroom was completely reimagined and, you know, I had hoped that, that you and I would have the opportunity to see it reimagined again, yes. which we have for this market. But, you know, we have to look at these things as blessings. And within that, I, f- I feel like our team has got six more months to again, reimagine what we're doing and to take what we thought was going to be a fantastic April market presentation and make it better. Yeah. We've moved into doing newsletters um, and, and all a lot of other touch point things that we had not done before. And mm-hmm. we know that our customers are responding. Um, our business has responded. We started the year off like many people on a very, very good note. Yes. And we're, we're highly anticipating accelerating that into um, Q two, three, and four. Yes. But now we're in, now we're in a different mode. <laughs> indeed. Indeed. Well, you, you have been with many, many big brands in your long history in the industry. Um, you know, Mitchell Gold, Bob Williams, um, Thomasville Home Furnishings, Natutsi. And there's, you know, looking at your background, there's, I mean, in each one of these, almost you could say that you had served at each of these companies when there were significant events, you know, whether it be 9-11, the yep. recession, um, you know, of, of 2007, 2008, the financial crisis, and then even heading into Natutsi, where we were still in sort of a, a, a recessionary period in the industry that started to rebound. I mean, how are these past experiences compare or, or contrast with what we're going through right now? Great question, Tom. Um, I'd have to begin by saying, you know, it was a pleasure for me to work with each of those great brands. Yes. And I've taken away 
many things significant um, from the tutelage of those leaders and the opportunity to have crisis management um, within them and the significant events that we had. Um, maybe if, if we're living under under guidance, all that was coming up to this point and preparing me for that. Mm -hmm. I don't think that any organizational leader could be prepared for what we're dealing with today. But having had those experiences from the past, it made us fast. And yeah. for somebody coming into a company that is, I mean, we're 53 years old. We're, as I said, we're rock solid. Mm -hmm. But we also have great people and people with unique skill sets for a company our size. We have a videographer on board. We have um, another gentleman that does professional photography, teaches photography and teaches Adobe. We have our IT manager who I lovingly refer to as Oz. And those people are able to look at this type of crisis situation and act. Mm -hmm. um, I haven't done a lot great in my career. I've, I've been the, the lucky recipient of having great people around me. But we acted fast. When this started happening, we immediately started moving to digitize market. And yes, yeah, from that, there's been, there's been opportunities that's come. Sure. I mean, this thing came along and, and it was in many ways different, more complex um, than the previous. You know, I was talking to somebody is in the industry and they were kind of lamenting the good old days of the financial crisis because at least, <laughs> at least people were still selling furniture and were open for business. This seems yeah. like it was unprecedented. Well, we we all have contact. Yeah. And I've got I've got contacts in the medical industry as, as many, many people do. I'm not trying to make myself special. Mm -hmm. Um but I got a word that the state of North Carolina was going to close. And because of the team, and this was several days in advance, yes. and many people had heard this, but because of the team we have. We were able to mobilize those people to hype and we were way ahead of, of setup schedule for the April market. I mean, way ahead, probably 90 percent when in early March, our team came up and we ran drone video, individual product videos um, that we, we've got tremendous viewership on each of those publications. And we're able to post that across all of our channels. We've also taken that and said, okay, we, we've got this. I mean, literally, Tom, within four days, we went from we've got a crisis, get to high point, get back to Wilson, our, our corporate headquarters, mm -hmm. and we posted the showroom video on day four. Wow. We were, we were, we were well ahead. And that, that's because of, again, great people and great resources in the company. Sure. But I think that's what we have to do as an industry. We have to move fast. Yeah. This is going to be the quick and the dead. And I hate to say that because I don't want to see one retailer, designer, manufacturer, distributor go out of business. I want to help anyone that we can with our ideas. Yeah. But we're moving at hyper speed. Mm -hmm. The other thing that we started doing on this, once we got this going, I'm, I'm so lucky to be surrounded by great ownership where I can reach out and say, you know, this is wartime. And we talk hours every day. So within that, we allocated resources to build our own in-house professional photo studio. And within that, 
a lot of people got these shoots and stuff. We're, we've built a professional photo studio, bought the lighting. We've already had the cameras. We've improved that because we realized that as product is coming in and Sarid, um, Sarid's doing very much like the case goods article that was in, um, furniture today's current issue. Uh huh. We're moving down three paths at once. We are definitely buying stock and receiving containers of inline goods that people know. Yes. We're also going to our vendors and issuing purchase orders this week for inline goods that we think are going to be new and fresh. Mm-hmm. We're also continuing on a path of working to develop our first ever from the ground up collections. But with this photo studio for the product that's in for the April market, we're not only shooting our own photography, but we're able to do video. Mm -hmm. And these are not long videos. These are 15 to 30 second videos showing functionality. Mm -hmm. There's no talking. There's no, it's, there's no voiceover. It's just, it's another tool for the designer, for the retail associate that's working with the customer remotely um, to have at their access. So once we got through those pieces and they're, you know, we're, we're, our product now that would have been here for furniture market is obviously in. So we started down that path of saying, how do we fully engage our people? Um, we are a company that has gone down the PPP path and thankfully we have received that funding. So we have to keep people busy. Sure. So we've allocated a percentage of our staff to doing, to, to taking those photographs. So we have to pick the product, unpack it, photograph it, repack it. So that's body count to do that. But it's also an ability for us to be of service to our customers and build our business and build this um, video library because we started with our number one product and we're working through the top 100. When we get to the top 100, we'll do to the, the second 100 and so on until we have everything within this video library. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, that, that's a big effort. But you know, simultaneously, we have completely reimagined our website. Yes. Um, the scope for us and things that I've learned from um, great leadership that I've had the, the, the pleasure to be around in the past is we're looking at everything through the scope of the user. Mm-hmm. Critical, critical evaluation of the scope of the user. We're too close to it. So we have to take a step back and say, how, how does ex-consumer... Why designer, um, retail associate use our website and we have dramatically changed it by having lookbooks, by having, um, shop by category. And we're, we're focusing those on our primary categories. Take, um, dining room, sideboards, consoles, things that for us sell every single day and making that a very large portion of our website. So it's an easy click. We're, we're taking that and pushing that to social media and getting all that back involved. And again, <laughs> simultaneously, and again, I could not be more proud of the team at Tariq, but simultaneously with all these other efforts going on, we were completing our 2020 catalog. Tremendous amount of photography done, completely reimagined catalog that is assorted by item, not by collection. Mm-hmm. So if the viewer wants to find a cocktail table, they go to that section. Let's just say it's got a green tab, which it does. Our color code, don't have all those committed to memory. Mm-hmm. But we wanted to be fiscally prudent, and it didn't make sense when it was completed to um, push that to print. We are going to push it to print. 
Um, for all those out there, I think, you know, that there's going to come a day when we can talk to each other face to face again. But Sarif's going to take the push and um, continue down that digital path. So we went ahead and pushed that catalog out. And what we think is a strategic advantage within that is the fact that that catalog can be out there and be reviewed by hundreds or thousands of people. Mm -hmm. And they tell us what needs to be changed. So day-to-day in-house, we're making those changes. And when we think that the time is right to press the button to go to print, it'll be even better than it is today. And by the same point in time, we're not waiting. Um, That's my one word of encouragement for the industry is we don't have time to wait. We've got to get that product out there now. We have to show people that we're alive. Yes. That we're focusing on bestsellers. We're focusing on what's new. We're focusing all of our efforts on how do we be your best resource when the world opens back up. Well, that was something, wasn't it? This is Tricia again for Klausner Home Furnishings. From my very first collection, I knew I'd come to the right place, that Klausner understood what I wanted to do with my furniture, how I wanted to share my recipe for comfortable living with the world. Now let's get back to Bill McLaughlin and see what he and his guests have to share with us. And, and that when you mentioned the world opens back, back up, that's really a, a complicated thing. You know, I was just looking on um, one of the news websites because... Tomorrow, we're doing a, a webinar with the Malaysian manufacturers uh, that are part of the Malaysian Furniture Council. It's organized by the uh, Malaysian International Furniture Fair. And they're kind of wanting to know, well, what's what's next? You know, and, and, and I think it, it varies on a state by state basis when these states will open up. Some already are opening up others. And it's almost like you have to kind of do this approach your customers piecemeal, I guess, in a way, depending on what states are lifting their orders and allowing furniture stores that have been deemed up to this point as non-essential to uh, to start doing business again. It is case by case. And, um, you know, I talked about the longevity of our in-house team. Mm-hmm. Similarly, we have we have tremendous longevity from our wonderful sales representatives on the road. Mm-hmm. They're in contact daily with their people. How can I help? I don't think that, at least for our group, Zoom meetings got off to a raging start. Mm-hmm. But now they're starting to happen. Yeah. Um, our newsletter has become very important, and the positive comments that we get back on that are tremendous. On social media, we, like many other companies, are starting to try and show a bit of a day in the life, quote unquote, for what we're doing here. We're sharing recipes mm-hmm. and we're getting more attractions and we're building community. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're getting closer while we have to be further apart and hopefully we'll value each other more. Mm-hmm. But for us, we're prepared. We have not had to shut down. If you look at, at Governor North Carolina's proclamation, we had had a space where we could stay open. So we shipped all the way through this issue. Mm-hmm. Um, the bulk of our business is not primary retail, although we do a significant amount of business there. So we're still able to serve our desires. Yeah. We're still getting orders. I mean, every day, um, you know, we've thrown budget out the window. And this is probably somewhat confidential information, but we're just we're saying we're throwing budget out the window as many people have. Mm-hmm. And we're concentrating on those daily fiscal goals yeah. that we need to achieve. And we're achieving them. Mm-hmm. But it's with a lot of extra care, a lot of extra hand holding, um, 
conversations are probably a little bit longer um, with our customer service team when designers or retail associates call in. Um, you know, some of the majors that we deal with, we're partnering with them on any of their webinars, Zoom meetings that we can. Mm-hmm. So I know many, many other people are, but we're leaving no stone unturned because for a mid-sized company, Sarit's very nimble from an electronic, digital, IT standpoint. So we're really trying to maximize that right now. It's taxing our team tremendously, yeah. but they're rising to the occasion. That's great. Um, and, you know, you mentioned we were talking a lot earlier about some of the like top hundreds beyond the top hundreds, but really a lot of your business is with the design trade being that you're at the high end, the upper end. Sure. Um, and, you know, it seems like the rules really like, I mean, as with like residential real estate, for example, you know, the rules of showing houses and, and bringing people in the houses have all kind of changed to a degree. Have you heard, Many um, stories from designers about how they've had to approach this idea of working with clients. I mean, how is that? What 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 are you hearing from your designer business? Design communities is incredibly important to Sari. Although we sell across all channels, it's extraordinarily important. So we're in contact with those designers daily, um, from myself to our representatives, on and on. And the business model has changed. Um, business is still coming in, knock on wood. Uh, mm-hmm. We're very thankful for that. Um, you'll see some designers that have projects that were started before this. They're finishing up. Some designers are also telling us that they have more business coming in. We're, as a company, involved with a couple of outreaches um, from a marketing standpoint to maintain that dialogue. But we keep that business very, very close and we try to help them as much as we can. From our standpoint, Zoom meetings started off slowly with our representatives and designers, and now they're gaining steam. I think this. I think it's going to be more important as every day passes, as um, the current conditions go from reactionary, from what we had to do as a populace to uh, fight this pandemic, to habit. And you know, while I want the industry, I pray the industry gets back to face-to-face touch, I think we're going to find as an industry that the dynamic is going to shift. So from my side of the, of the equation, I think we're going to have to be prepared with more and better sales tools, more and better photography. Mm-hmm. Um, I could see from a technological standpoint that getting screens to a standard um, resolution, I'm not a techie. So I know that um, wood, as an example, wood and fabric can look different screen to screen. Yeah. So we're going to have to get to a point where we trust that. Yeah. Uh, I bought my the last car for my wife online. Mm. Never saw it. Wow, that's that's a move forward. I never thought would happen. Yeah, um, I think that we're going to get to the same way with furniture. And whether you're buying it from a designer you trust, a retailer you trust, or on ecom, I think that that um, that platform is going to become more and more important, more and more robust. Yeah. Um, so we're not looking at this as a you know it's certainly bad. We're sad. We hate it. Um, we missing our customers. We miss being at market, but we're moving as hard and fast as humanly possible for our team to go forward and use the the bandwidth, the strength within our organization to be even better. I mean, that's the mantra. 
every call that I have with the team, it's about how do we come through this and be a better Sarid on the other side? And that's, you know, that's where we're focused. I think that's where our customers are focused. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we want to, we want to, we would not be here without them, without our representatives out there um, preaching the gospel, if you will, day to day about Sarid. We have to do this together, but it's going to be different. And um, we're seeing some, we're seeing it embraced and we're, but we're seeing some changes definitely. Yeah. And, and I think one of these things we were talking about e-commerce, digital marketing, 360 degree showroom tours, if anything, you would think that some of this um, gives some confidence to the retailer that, okay, our vendors are showing us that this can be done with high resolution photography virtual tours we can see the product and and by the way this is how the consumer is starting to, to shop for product more i mean we've seen results that have shown where i mean e-commerce business has been up obviously i mean i'm i'm working from my kind of dining room here and i'm staring out the window and i see all day long, I'll see, you know, UPS rod drives down the cul-de-sac, FedEx, Amazon Prime, you know, they're all mm-hmm. they're all open for business. And I'm not saying that all business certainly will be done online, but it seems like with this experience, the retailer would have more confidence to say, yeah, we can do this too. We can get goods out the door into customers' homes no matter what the crisis. One of our best reps, and we're not going to talk about customers, but this is a, a big customer everyone knows. Our our okay. representative is doing a incredible job of promoting the, dinos- the design associates within that structure on his social media channel and making okay. certain that his broad social media channel, that people know they can contact this person. This is how they work. And I think that retail associate is going to morph. Um, you know, they, they may become th- this new thing where they are, you know, again, doing the Zoom meetings, the, the FaceTime calls, the Skype calls and being of value to that customer who may or may not be in their town every day, um, who may or may not have X or Y situation going on. But if that retail associate has established trust, that trust isn't going to go away just because it's on digital. And I think that's a right. new learning that we're all going through. Indeed, indeed. Well, we've talked about a lot here, Brad. Um, A lot of things seemed like you guys were ahead of the curve in some of the things you were doing, a lot of the things you were doing digitally. Are there any other um, changes that you're planning yet that you can talk about to further insulate the company from future disruption that you'd like to make note of (laughs) while we're talking? Well, you know, I can't give you all my secrets, Tom, as much as I like you. But um, uh, we're uh, I, I get it. I, no, get it. We're, I mean, but I, I want to share with the industry because I think we get through this together. Um, going back to the article in Furniture Today, <clears throat> some people are talking about bestseller. Some people are talking about new e-com on and on. We're trying to take a holistic approach to that and attack all of those at the same time. Mm-hmm. We happen to have the bandwidth, the financial wherewithal, if you will, not being arrogant, just being honest um, yeah. to attack that. Because when this thing opens up and it will open up, we are going to be prepared within stock. And I think for us, having domestic stock is huge. Um, 
And we probably don't even realize how important it is until things open back up because there is going to be yeah. pent up demand. Um, and for us, you know, that's that's the one thing I know not all companies can do that. But moving fast from a technology standpoint, um, being open to having everybody in the organization can have an idea. We're not necessarily going to execute all of them, but we want everybody to have a voice on how we get through this together to support that multi-million dollar investment that we have in stock. And, yeah. you know, we're, we're not selling, you know, we're not selling the, the cure to heart disease. We're, we're right. selling products that make people happy and we have to yes. treat people that way. And we have to make certain we're prepared to do that when the time is right. True. True. Well, um, we always like to add a little bit of personal flair to these conversations. <laughs> and, um, I like to uh, end this discussion with uh, when we went to your showroom last uh, fall, we had gotten to learn something about you that we didn't know before. And that is your, your talent as a painter, as an artist. Tell, tell us a little bit about because your paintings are in the showroom. Yeah. I'll play some of them. Yeah, good. Uh, I appreciate being embarrassed on a podcast. Um, and, uh, I'm, I'm not. I'm not embarrassed. <laughs> but you shouldn't be embarrassed. Well, this is good thank stuff. You, thank you. I went to. I left high school with the intent to be a fine arts major, and um, I made it through exactly one day of art class. <clears throat> Professor uh, said, "Find this is due on Wednesday." <laughs> I said, "Thank you very much. I'll go because my art teacher in high school always let me do what I wanted to." Yeah. And I put the brushes down for a long time and um, I'm still in contact weekly with my high school art teacher. And yes, every um, every piece of artwork in our showroom um, is something that I've done that's original. I sell a few pieces a year. I'd always like to sell more. Um, it's certainly a passion of mine and something that uh, runs deep within me. In fact, um, in this quiet time, I've got what is that? I've got six more pieces for the showroom I'm working on downstairs so um hopefully everybody in the sound of my voice will be together in a few months and if you're so inclined we'd love to have you come through the showroom and see our furniture and if you're interested in the artwork i'll tell you about it as well well indeed indeed and it's nice to always have um good artwork on display in, in a uh, in a furniture showroom it always enhances the presentation so um yeah, that's great stuff. And, and thank you for sharing some thoughts on this. Sure. <laughs> well, again, um, we're here at, on the record uh, with Brad Cates, Chief Operating Officer of Sereed Limited. Brad, we've had a great discussion today. I want to thank you on behalf of Furniture Today for taking time to be on this podcast and, and look forward to, to hearing more about Sereed Limited um, as we move forward. Well, thank you very much, Tom. We're honored to be here. Um, we're honored to share what we're doing with the industry at large. And um, if there's anything that any of us can do to help the industry, that's what Sereed stands for. That's what our, our founders want and have exemplified. So our pleasure to be here and look forward to seeing you in person sometime Um before October. How about that? Yes, sir. Yes. <laughs> yes. Thanks again. And good luck with everything. Uh, we, we will stay in touch. Thanks, Tom. Appreciate the time. All right. Take care. Thank Bye -bye. you. Bye-bye.